Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back, people. We back with episode two with Get Buckets podcast with Coach Foster. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to give y'all this episode, man. I'm excited, man. We got we got my coach, my mentor, my uncle. Good dude, man. We got him on the scene today. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. A lot went on since uh, episode one. So we're going to recap episode one real quick. We have my brother, uh, Greg Canizar on our episode of episode one um we talked about sis run and what we did for the community uh and it was a great episode i want to thank everybody that listened that gave me the excellent feedback uh i was amazed and shocked by all the likes and inboxes i got i, I appreciate it and like i said boston this one's for us man i'm doing something different i'm doing something for the culture and i'm, I'm just giving back this is my give back um I'm going to just jump right into the show. I know last segment I went on with uh, the players to watch during the high school season. So I'm going to give you all a couple of players to watch during the college season. Um, all 10 of these gentlemen are from the city of Boston. I had the pleasure to see a lot of these gentlemen grow up. Um, I've seen them grow up since my daughter's age till now. Um, but the first person on that list is Anthony Morales. Uh, Anthony Morales is actually from Rosendale. He's like a little brother to me. I've seen him grow up, and he's uh, playing at Boston University. We got Lyron Bennett, who's uh, another Dorchester native. He's playing over at Southern Connecticut State. We got Charles Coleman at East Carolina. Terrence Clark playing for the University of Kentucky. Devontae James over at St. Thomas and Kindwis College over. I want to say that's in New York. We got Jordan Minor at Merrimack College. We got my man Ty Perry over at Fordham. We got Jaden Edderold over at Rhode Island College. We got another Boston University uh, recruit over at Dame Tate. He's from Boston. He's playing for BU. And we got EJ Danberville. He's playing for Florida Southern. And I got to mention this kid, LeVar Williams. He's been working hard, too. So I, that's my honorable mention on this list. LeVar Williams, he's playing at New Jersey um, Institute of Technology. Um, just to go back into a little background of my guest that I'm going to uh, be bringing on my show on, on the show today, Steve Wilson. Uh, he's been a great pillar in the community. He's been a mentor of mine and many of, of my teammates and many colleagues of mine throughout the years in the city of Boston, throughout Massachusetts. He's also a Boston school police officer. Uh, he has started his own, uh, I would say promotion, uh, he just helps out and uh, helps your business with branding. He helps your business, you know, get off your feet. He helps you if you need uh, help with your LLC or anything like that to start your business up. Um, it's called Go Get It. He he can help you out with that. Um, what else is he? Man, this man has many things going on. Many, 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 many things going on. So that's going to be the second part of my show that I'm going to bring to you. And then we got to wrap it up. You know, I like to do my little get bucket uh, podcast game, giving them 30 seconds on the clock. Without further ado, uh, I'm going to bring my man, Steve Wilson, onto the show with us today. Steve. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like What's up, my here. man? What's up, my man? What's up, family? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's an honor to be here. I'm very humbled, and thank you for those kind words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, I mean, I yes, always- the first time I ever heard you call me Steve. Yeah, 
it, it's, it sounds weird. I, I had I, I had to read it off my notes. I, I, even when I read it, I, I had to say it. Like, it just feels weird. I always call you coach. <laughs> uh, so what's new? What's, what's going on with you? Tell me what's up. What's um, over there? Man, per usual, I got a lot of stuff on the um, um, on my plate. Okay. Um, right now, with the you spoke about Boston School Police, we have a new chief. Um, first black woman um, chief of the Boston School Police Department. So we're working hard to develop um, better relationships in the community and restorative justice. And, you know, restorative justice is like a, a big thing for me. I yeah. was doing it before I had, it was called restorative justice. So that's, oh, that's the new correct. model. And um, I'm just here to help her. So, so that's I, just a major thing. So at one point, I don't know if I'm, if I'm saying this right, I was reading it right. Wasn't they trying to stop or like cancel out BPS police officers from like being inside the schools or something like that? Um, that's more propaganda that came from the city council. Okay. Boston City Council. Um, and from Boston City Council, it got a lot of, um, it got a lot of uh, movement and got some motion. And from okay. there, a lot of other organizations took part of it. Okay. But um, the, the the beautiful key part of, of that is that you know the mayor and the um, police commissioner understands what our true role is, what we really do, how we really give back, and um, so yeah, because that's, that's, that's that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I forget that. And if you really are a BPS student, was a BPS student. Uh, and understand how BPS really works, you know that it's pretty tough to say that you're not going to have us, you know, so. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. Like, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, we had we had police officers in our school. They're like, police officers? I'm like, yeah, the police officer. He was my, he was my coach. He was a mentor. He was just, it was just like, huh? Like, how, how, how you, how? and I, now I just break it down to him, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But since we're on the topic about school, you know, you know, Everybody from High Park High is tuning in. If you went to High Park High while I was there, anywhere between 2000 to 2004, this is live, this is live baby. We're going live. We live. Okay, we live, baby. We live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how can I share it with somebody? Could I send it somewhere? Um, you just got to share the, my share my posts on Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if anybody went to High Park between 2000 and 2004. You know, uh, Mr. Steve Wilson was 2000 between 2000 and what? I was there between 2004. That's when I was there. 2000 and 2004. Yeah, but oh, you was there before that. But you was there before that. Huh? But you was there before that, correct? I don't remember the dates, fam. But y'all, y'all are old, <laughs> y'all are old fam. Y'all old. <laughs> 2004. You know what's crazy? I was at work last week and I seen a a, a um a yearbook from 2004 in the uh -huh. current principal at the building I was at. She was like, Officer Wilson, look, you're in this, the yearbook from 2004. You you're in this picture with this group and you're coaching and all that. And it's funny, I was like, yeah, that's restorative justice uh over 16 years ago. That's a fact. So I'm gonna go back to like I said, like you was you you was a, you was coaching. So I've always wanted to know why why you never took over the head coaching job. Like 
even though you was the uh, assistant on JV, Reed truly know who ran that team. Even Coach Fizz was there. Shout out to Coach Fizz if you're listening. Still my guy. But how come you never gave the keys to Mr. Wilson? How come you never gave the keys to Coach? Was that more your decision or more of like his decision and he was already there? Um, first of all, I want to say shout out to Coach Coach Physics. Um, great mentor to me and a father figure and still is to this day. And also um, Coach Corey Whitehall, um, which was my assistant. Um, I think it was a lot going on, man. It was a lot like politics. Um, you know, I was pretty young then. Um, so, as you know, and you're new, you're, you're you're fresh onto the scene and coaching. Mm-hmm. The politics is crazy. Yeah. When you're a young black man, that makes it crazy. And what happens sometimes when you're young and black, and you get the connection to the community, into the uh, really the community, into the students. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks that don't have that see you as a threat. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of stuff going on that you as students and, and didn't know about what I was going through, just trying to give back to my community. I didn't do anything for money or recognition or anything. I did it because, you know, I, I loved that high school because I graduated from there. I loved the teachers. I loved the community. And I just wanted to, you know, give back and make sure in any way possible I could help somebody. All right. Seeing like, like I told Greg last week, like last time, like on the last episode, like Greg went to Brighton. He got that chance to coach at Brighton. You went to High Park. You got the chance to coach at High Park. Mm-hmm. I went to, I, I would never get that chance. Like it, there, there's no way High Park High will ever come back. You think, huh? That, that's, that boat is gone, huh? Yeah, I think it's the only thing that's left from High Park now Mm-hmm. is Community Academy of Science and Health, where I work at right now. Uh, <coughs> shout, out, shout out to Miss Lee and um, Principal and Mr. Um, Simpson, the assistant principal. Okay. And, um, they they gave me a lot of leeway now to continue programming and, and helping and men's group and giving back without um, a whole bunch of red tape mm-hmm. just because of uh, my, um, my history of, yeah. of, of what I've done. You know, so okay, we, we might have to tap in over there and see what's going on. Get turn turn that uh, what's that? Cash, cash, turn that, baby, cash. Turn turn Community, that cash. Community Academy of Science and Health charges. Yeah, we so might have cash. to. We might have to turn that program around. We might have to uh, knock on the door over there. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you know, I got my hands in the in the back, you know, twiddling, mm-hmm. diddling, trying mm-hmm. to do what I want, but I'm so busy I can't give it my time. No. As a head coach over there, so we assist and help out as much as we can. You know, we're Gatorade School. Uh, we're now we're looking to get us some um, a sneaker sponsor right now. And, okay. And uh, we've been blessed to have some some great talent that come through um, naturally and organic, no recruiting. And, okay. Um, okay. Which you know I was big on because I never recruited in my years of coaching. Um, AAU, high school, middle school, you know. I, when I coached, it was a different monster. We coached. Shout out to my right-hand man, my brother. Um, if you know me, you know him. Johnny yes, Lee. Sir. Um, me Big and Johnny win. coached all year round at that time in the late sure 90s, 2000s. We didn't. I, I was the head coach at the Thompson Middle School. I was assistant coach at High Park High School. I had my own men's travel team, Team Go Get It. Uh, we had AAU. 
and we had a travel team, and we ran most of that after the season was over out of the Matterhorn. So you know, and it was the Killer Bees, and it's I remember that that's, something that's legendary, man. It never will be copied, duplicated, or um, replicated. Imitated. I used to hate playing y'all. Yeah, man. I mean, you see them, them, them black silky jerseys. Yeah, was, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was spooky. We was like the uh, we was like the Rock, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy that. You know what I mean? There was so many like elite AAU teams back then, and y'all was doing the same thing they was doing, but not getting the same recognition. That's crazy, though. You know what, man? It's, it's funny you said that. Me and Johnny talk about it all the time. And when you do it from the dirt and you do it mm -hmm. because you love it, it's not about um, the recognition. Um, like, I give you an example. It took around 22 years on my job and a new chief to come in and see recognition of what I've done being a school police officer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you if you do it for recognition, you're doing it for money, you're always going to do it for the wrong thing. And when you do it from the heart, it might not come when you want, but the universe is never wrong. You'll, you'll get it. And it just feels good now to somebody say thank you. You know, we appreciate all the things you've done. You know, mm -hmm. me and Johnny help not hundreds of kids. And I don't want to say kids, young folks, young people. We've helped thousands of young people in the last 20 years. That's and, a fact. Uh, and that's, that's something that I'm proud of to say I've done. That's a fact. That's a fact. And so, I mean, and I, and I mean like, <laughs> you man, you know, man. From, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I know. But it's, this is your podcast, man. So Nah, go ahead. Nah, nah. We, we, we good. We good. We good. We go rock out. We go rock out. We go rock out. So. Like I, I told everybody, this is my coach. You know what I mean? We 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 had some good times. We had some bad times, but the most good times we had was like during practice and, and butch <laughs> rides and like that that camaraderie. And I was I always told myself like, if I ever wanted to coach, I wanted to coach like that because you you wasn't only like a coach. You was like a player's coach. You was like my first coach that was like a player's coach that understood what was going on on the court but at the same time he had to be like my man he was going through a ba like the back doors right there you're doing too much but at the same time you understood what we was doing so yeah. i respected that a lot that helped me out a lot like certain coaches just like <clears throat> you go there you go there you go by him like all right cool this is this is what i do but you actually broke down the game and that i'm on you you probably don't even remember this but you broke down the court something crazy talk about angles we were shooting around. You were just like, if the court, if you're a good shooter, if you can shoot from this side right here, this is the same angle right here. So this is the same shot over here. Like you broke, you dissected the whole court. And I've always remembered that practice until this day. Even with my young girls and my young boys, I dissect the court. Like, listen, this shot right here is the same shot right here. If you turn around and do this shot right, you could use the backboard. You don't always got to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So. I mean that that was I truly appreciate that for that. That's like that's like gems that I feel like some coaches ain't like coaching now. And like that's like a lost art, I think. Well, if I, I have a like a rule in my life. If I didn't do it, then I won't really try to participate in it. So being a um high school player, college player, um overseas player briefly. Um, you understand the game in a way that's a little different from somebody that didn't play it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like breaking the court down the angles and, you know, um, 
knowing where to get, what your sweet spot is. You know, a lot of my game, as you know, is um, um, getting to the right spot in mid-range. Mm -hmm. Get to the right spot, mid-range. I mean, you was basically dead in the water. So me knowing that and understanding that and looking at everything from a guard. So if you're a guard, you know, you, you see the whole floor. You see the whole game. Mm -hmm. Being the guard and, and, and being a shooter, a mid-range shooter, and know where the ball needs to go and knowing everybody's position, you should be able to teach that, that the game is about angles, the right uh, position, the right spot. And it's a beautiful thing when you can see the game from that and you can show um, your, uh, your players that. And it's, even, it's a much more beautiful thing when you see your players start to understand all of that. Yeah. You know, and they, they, they see it light up on the court. Like, okay, this is what coach is talking about. So now that I understand it, I'm going to put my thing, little thing into it. And um, that was always the best um, thing I get. You give somebody something, they learn it, and then they tweak it for who they're on the court with or what their skills are. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So now it's like um, it's simple, I'm learning it? from you. Even though I taught you, now I'm learning something. So yeah. if you do it that way, everyone's learning, everyone's participating, and the program is amazing. You know, at that time, I think we had the best JV program, you know, in Eastern Mass. Nah, that's, that, that, that's, that's a fact. <clears throat> that, that's a fact. Just, that's a fact. Just because of the, the real family and love atmosphere. I don't know if you was there and you was playing because, you know, the dates, y'all are old now. So... <laughs> um, Y'all are real old. Um, nah. <laughs> I remember when we played Johnny, and Johnny was assistant coach at the Burke, and Johnny had a, a pirate ship. He had a wagon. Mm-hmm. We beat them at the crib. Mm-hmm. And it, it just shows, like, when you work hard and you really understand the game and you play together, great things can um, happen. Man, it was like we won the Super Bowl or something, man. No, but the Burke, the Burke had a cheat code. They had the same. Yeah, yeah. They, they had the same gym. The French Prince, the French Prince had on on TV though. That yeah. small ass gym. Like, I remember they was in a late line running off the wall and dunking. Like, bro, like you had to put one foot on the wall to take the ball out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th those are the great crazy days. I remember my man HP Haitian president. Shout out to the Haitian president, man. My guy, man. I miss that dude, man. I love him, man. He ran. Off the court to the locker room, man. Like, we, we and, and, and he took and he took a shower in the burg. Ain't no one take a shower in them things since 1970. My man had them things running. Took a whole shower back there. That was hilarious. Yeah, so, you know, I remember all those times, man. And, and it's, it's, it was it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful, man. And we we kept everyone together. So, yeah. you know, after the basketball season started in high school, we went right into AAU. And travel team, so mm -hmm. we kept everybody safe, off the streets, active, stayed 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 on top of each other, make sure you know that work was getting done, and and I mean it was just different, man. Like yeah. all these sneaker contracts. I mean, you know, first we started off with a, con a Converse contract, you know, yeah. JV program with a their own sneaker contract, and then I switched it to New Balance. When yo. And, when, yeah. that, when that new balance lady came through with that cart, I was just like, what? Is, wait, hold on. Who's that for? Man, you, what? Just for y'all. What? So new, like, these was before the Kawhis. We was born in the Kawhis back then before they are now. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I had a great relationship 
um, the things balance back then where if I sent an email out to them and said, you know, this is what it was, um, if I said 500 pair, they would send 500 pair um, directly, strictly to right to my house or right to the school. And at that time, um, Sean Polk as well, she was working for New Balance and she would, mm -hmm. you know, look out and help out too. You know, she used to come down with the New Balance truck to um, to the Matterhorn. So, okay. I mean, we, we, you, you know, these stories you tell, people be like, yeah, whatever. It's, nah, but but it's true. It's, it's true. So it's true. These stories need to be told. These stories need to be told. Um, that was I don't know what year that was. Maybe the early two, twenty years ago. Given that was that was my sophomore year. For for, for for those for uh for for the people that are listening, BPS only does JV and varsity, so we didn't get the luxury of freshman team, freshman team A, freshman team B, JV and varsity. It's straight JV and varsity. It's either you made the team or you didn't make the team. There wasn't no like oh participate participation trophies for like for everyone to make the team. Like there was none of that going on. And some JV teams was better than some of the varsity teams during those times. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what's crazy right now? I don't know what's going on with our, our, our app stream yard. This is right now, it's the first time that you was actually live. You was you was like this. Oh, the whole time I was talking. So that, all right, all right, all right. I see you. I see you. I see you now. Um, um, never mind. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Keep my mouth shut. No, no. We 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 can we, we have some jokes. We have some jokes. We have some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> when you gonna come out with your new album, man? Some new beats or something, man? Nah, soon, soon come, soon come, soon come, soon come. Uh, so, like. You always said when you was coaching us, like, this was going to be, like, your, like, last, like, hoorah. This was going to be your last crew. Like, oh, yeah. Why, yeah. Why, like, why did you hang, like, you hung it up, and then I seen you, like, transition. That's when I seen you, like, transition to, like, the more, like, the, the mentor role. And because mm. you not only did you, like, mentor the kids on the basketball team, you mentored kids that wasn't even – on the basketball team that had nothing to do with sports at all. They were just like, Coach Wilson helped me get through this. He helped me get through that to this day. Like, even the comments going on right now, people shouting you out. It's just like, you had such an impact on everybody in the school. I I, I, um, I appreciate that. And um, it's, uh, who's that? Tracy, Tracy L. Park, two of my favorite coaches. What's up, T? My my appreciated fam. For me, it's it's very simple, man. If you love yourself, you love your community, and you love your school and your neighborhood, it makes it easy to um give back. So it was easy for me to give back to y'all because it was just true love. It was like I didn't never went to work. Those years at Hyde Park, being school police officer and the coach, I never worked. It was just like I'm going to have fun. It was a, it was a big joke. It was a big laugh. It was just so. At that time, me being a young man, if I could show somebody how to get a job or do their resume, or um, how to become a better person, I use sports and the true knowledge of my city to help other people. So. I mean, it, it, 
It's not rocket science, man. Same nah. thing when they talking about restorative justice. You got to hire people to wear a uniform that come from the neighborhoods and grow up with the people, period. That's mm -hmm. it. You know? And as you know, when you're an athlete, especially a basketball player, you get the whole city pass. As long as you're not, you know... An idiot. An idiot or asshole. So, mm -hmm. my whole 45 um, years, 46 next month on the planet, I was able to go anywhere in Boston I wanted because I was always a good dude, always trying to give back, and I was a hooper. Mm -hmm. So, I had the ability to know every neighborhood, show love to all the neighborhoods, and give back. And that's what it's about, man. We, we're here to do two things, man. We're here to learn, and we're here to serve. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying that's the only that's what you're here for. You're here to learn something, and hopefully you learn it, and you're here to serve and give back. If you ain't giving back, man, then you know why yeah. you here. Fact. Why you here? So, like today, mm -hmm. um, today after the podcast, I have to meet up with some people at one o'clock, and this new partnership that I have with my job and um, a nonprofit, we're giving away. Um, meals so okay we'll meet them at 1 p.m and uh we're gonna give out like 50 meals to people That's so this is just what this is what we do man this ain't this ain't like photo op or trying to get some some something out of it i've been doing this for real straight up and down 20 straight years no nah, that's that, that's a fact plus. so let's let's transition from the coaching into the into the uh officiating thing uh, and and we can go we can have many stories for that but let's talk about why it's more important to have more black officials oh you want to you want to start trouble now no nah, i'm not trying to start trouble i just want to no, no, listen, listen, because I'm the, not, black, I'm the black sheep in everything i do so it's not an issue but <laughs> nah, people be looking I, I at me get, right i gotta get my cell phone man because i gotta see these comments and all that you didn't tell me it goes live and all that i could have my hold on two seconds no, my thing, my I'm, I'm real deal official, man. Everything I do is, is official, man. I don't do nothing that's like unofficial. You, you see what we're doing here, and those for you that listening or watching right now, you can always listen to the podcast at 2 p.m. It will be on all streaming networks such as Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. Okay, I don't know what you just said, but um, oh, that's dope, fam. That's dope. That's amazing that, it, that you got it like that. So let me just say this, right? Uh-huh. Um, you have to mute it. No, I, I just want to make sure I had it. So let me just say, say some things here. I, mm -hmm. In my whole career, anything I do, I've been blessed with like a natural talent to see things before it happened. Mm -hmm. So I already seen that the coaching landscape was changing. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want no part of that. Mm -hmm. The way I coach and the way I give and how way I did, I knew that I couldn't use those tactics and and for the new system that was coming. Mm -hmm. So I made a um, promise to all the parents, and some of y'all might not know this, to all the parents that I coached. I said, "Listen, my job will be to make sure I get all your children." out of high school and graduated and we're going to help them get to college and that's what i did if they don't want to go to college we're going to get them a job a trade or something and 
I did that. So after I got, you know, I, I left and um, I stopped to pursue other things. The referee thing was something that I seen needed the go get it mindset. Mm -hmm. So shout out to my my guy, um, Stephen Pollard, my big brother. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the way you got to understand how this works, if I'm a mentor and I'm helping out others, someone is mentoring me and helping me. Mm -hmm. So my big brother, um, court officer at Dorchester Court, um, one hell of a ball player, um, top 10 all-time, 1,000-point scorer at Belmont High, he was a big-time referee mm -hmm. and, and getting money and doing all this. And he said, yo, bro, you'll be great at it. I'm like, man, I ain't refereeing. So. <laughs> Sounds like somebody I know. Yeah, you know, and and when I was coaching, there was a time I might have had a few disagreements with officials, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, nah, I ain't doing that. But uh, he stayed on top of me. I said, you know what, why not? So the first time, I, this is a true story. I, when I went to take the test, I had like um, like five, five to 10 of my peoples in it. I had like five of my peoples in there. And I knew so much of the information naturally. I was helping everybody and making sure everybody passed. And then I took the test last minute. I failed. Everybody mm -hmm. else passed. Mm -hmm. So what that taught me is sometimes, you know, you're always trying to help somebody and, and give back. Um, you, and you don't but, even help yourself. But you, but you got to help yourself first. So the next year I locked in, went in the corner, aced it, and the rest is history. No, no, no. Don't skip over that. What? The next year came around. It sounds like you did the same thing what your mentor did to you, to me. You hounded me on my back, said you go be good at it, and boom. You went to um, class. I, absolutely right. We aced, so, it, aced it. My, I sat on the other side of the class. I had nothing right. to do with you. That's right. Boom. We aced it. Yep. And then, boom, and then that, that, that's when I first started officiating, and you you did your thing. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, so when I got into it, I saw that now this is going to be something that if people on the podcast can appreciate or they cannot appreciate it, but if anyone knows me, I'm about my people. I'm about black man, black woman, black child, black family. That's all I know. Anything that goes against that, I'm not with it. Call me a black militant. Call me pro-black, whatever you want. So um, I seen that global white supremacy, systematic racism is in everything we're doing. I, I, from school police, being in law enforcement, to officiating, to being a mentor, everything I, I've done and I continue to do, I always get that. So my main thing was trying to get as many black officials um, on the board as possible. Mm -hmm. and bring like some type of unity into it because i already had the unity and coaching i already had the unity in my brotherhood so i want to do that in refereeing and i mm -hmm. think i did that um no no you def you definitely did because when I you think started, I'm still doing that when you started assigning because i'm not even gonna lie like it in the hood when you referee in the hood with another black guy all right cool but like when you out in these schools and you're the only black referee or you might be the only black person in that gym and your other partners are white, it makes you feel kind of uncomfortable because you got to make sure you're like on 
on tip top shape, you got to make sure your shirt's tucked in. You got to make sure laces is tied. You got to make sure you, you're on top of your game because they're looking at you. They're not looking at them. At the end of the day, because you're the only black referee, they're going to make sure you put your hand signals up. Oh, if you did your hand wrong hand signal, you might get an email like you did this wrong. And, yeah, yeah. Listen, and listen, all that is, is so true. So let me just tell you a secret. I'm always trying to use a platform to make better young black men and younger, better young black women. Mm -hmm. That's my secret. So mm -hmm. the platform before was sports, basketball, now the new, and it's still that. And now the platform is um, basketball officiating. Mm -hmm. Basketball officiating in the game of basketball has given me so much that um, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? That how much is given to me. So with that being said, um, you have to see that platform mm -hmm. and use it to give back and, and, and push people through the door. So I've been doing this for six or seven years, something like that. I'm mm -hmm. an NCAA um, basketball official, mm -hmm. also a pro basketball official. People are like, oh, mm -hmm. pro? You don't know pro. I ain't never seen the NBA. No, not the NBA, but the, there's other pro leagues in the country. Mm -hmm. And I work in the top three pro leagues in the country right now. So I'm kicking these doors in mm -hmm. to give other people opportunities. I just, helped, I just helped someone else become a Division One official. I helped okay. somebody else get, go to Australia. They work in the Australian League. And we just continue to give people um, <clears throat> these, these opportunities. And might, might I say, and you might be the only ref that got a mixtape. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How'd that come about? How'd that come about? Um, it's not, I'm not, it, 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 it's dope. I'm not even going to front. It's dope. But um, how'd that come about? So it's funny you said about go get it. So for a lot of people, I always hear go get it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I go get it is my company's go get it enterprises LLC. Um, we specialize. Well, we are in. <laughs> Yo, y'all look crazy, man. I'm looking at these comments, man. I didn't know it was live, and I didn't. If I knew it was live, and I'm looking at these comments. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm looking now. <laughs> we we should ban Miami from the comments, man. <laughs> See, you set me up. I didn't know Miami's on here, or. Um, I hope Swiss don't get on here. None of them clowns, man. Nah, so let nah. me go back. Um, I started this company about 10 years ago, Go Get It Enterprises LLC. It used to be Go Get It Entertainment mm -hmm. when I first started. Go Get It Consulting and Entertainment. Now it's Go Get It Enterprises LLC. Uh, we're advisory group for the business professional. Uh, we specialize in branding, as you said, consulting, keynote speaking, marketing, officiating solutions, and securities um, services. So um, with that go-get-it mindset, I try to bring that mindset and that business um, savvy to anything I do. And that's how we did it. We bought it to officiating. And I'm the first black assigner um, from the city of Boston. 
I believe that I can have my own league. Okay. Like Mr. Baker's been doing it forever. Mr. Mm-hmm. Salute to Mr. Baker, the legendary, um, old super OG, Mr. Baker. But Mr. Baker always assigned um, BPS partial. Okay. I had the entire charter school. So that's a blessing in the universe giving back. I signed for the entire Massachusetts Charter Association um, school. That's in all the Massachusetts, and sometimes it leaves out the state. So it's a monster. It's a it's a it's a monster to um, to do. No, I had the opportunity to coach a few of those charter schools games, and man, that little charter school league is on the come up. I'm. Just watch. I mean, COVID might have might might have backed might have stopped it a little bit. I don't know what they're gonna do for uh, basketball in the charter league, but those those gyms was rocking. When I say rocking, I mean rocking. You Good games too. So watch out for them charter leagues and watch out some of these Boston public school kids switch over to these charter schools. Yeah, well, it's not even like it's it's, it's not happening. It, it is happening. You know? It is happening. BPS kids are going to charter school and, and or charter school kids are making going to BPS. Yeah. going to BPS. So it's already happening. It's already around. You know, L. Boogs and Lyron, that's what he did. You know, he mm-hmm. got a chip in the charter school, went to Tech, yeah. and got a chip in, in, in Tech. Um, and now he's in college. He's killing him. Shout yeah, out yeah. to L, man. L, L's a monster, man. He's different. Yeah, he is. Um, there's just so much talent in Boston, and that's what it's about. It's about really giving back and showing all this talent. I'm looking at the comments for some former students, former players. My man Ty, shout out to my man Ty Odom. I coached Ty at the Thompson in middle school. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know what years those were. That was sixth, seventh, or eighth grade. Ty Ty's a grown man with a family, a beautiful wife, doing great things in the community. And I would like to say I had like a half a percent to do half a percent of one percent of <laughs> you know of that. You know, in the shout out to the entire Odom but family. I was about to say the whole Odom family because I remember going play, playing Odom with family. Brandon, yeah, going to Baltimore and smacking dudes in Baltimore. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah, the whole Odom family, man. Yeah, they, 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 they the Cosby's of the hood, man. <laughs> you know, so um that's just that's just amazing, man. But that's what it's about, man. It's about growing every seven years. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, I used to, you know, I still love basketball and I still like playing. But as you get older, your body starts to do different things. So now, you know, a lot of people know I'm a cyclist. So nah, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hear that. As you get older, your body. Now nah, you still, you still got it. I mean, are you yeah, just about I mean, to jump so into the cycling? But like, you cycle way. like thirty miles a day, then you come back and like, I'll see your Apple Watch talk about some. He just finished assessing basketball session. I'm just like, dog, will his old ass go to sleep? Like, what is he doing? Like, he beating my circles. Like, sit down. That's why I never challenge you. You be doing too much. Like, you cycling, hooping, running. I seen it one time. Things say yoga. Like, bro, this dude, come on, man. Like, well, you know what it is, fam? You have to always elevate, always challenge yourself. And one thing I've understand is that my body makes me money. So I try my best to keep it in the best shape possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait till the season starts this year. Um, it's gonna be some changes, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, I love being around the game. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, no, that's, I'm looking that's, at the. I'm sorry, I'm looking at some of the comments and stuff. Man. My fault. I, I, I'm just 
really looking at the comments because I'm kind of scared <laughs> of Miami man and what Miami gonna say. Now so he anybody can't, watching they, this, watching this, um, ignore him. Just ignore anybody watching. Anybody there's watching? A name, there's a name named Stephen Bothell. If you, you see comments that are crazy, you have to ignore those for Miami because he's he's different. He's he's a different dude, man. Shout nah. out to Miami. Shout uh -huh. out to Bothell Cooks. Um, I was about to say, have you had his? Uh, I don't know. You're not a big drinker. Them his Ciroc wings, or try his Ciroc. No, stuff? no, you know, I don't. I don't smoke a drink. But I was there when he made him. I, I went to his house. I was last at his house like a few months ago. He got a beautiful home out in the suburbs. You know, he doing the he doing the, the Jefferson. He moved on up, so he yeah, invited me the out. It's the rock. It's the rock wings. Hey. Anybody, if Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him a plug right now. If anybody yeah, needs any yeah, yeah. food, time out, time out. let's yeah. shout out our people, man. What they doing right now? For real, quick, shout quick, out quick, quick, the quick shout stars, out. HB. Let me just say this before you shout them out because I'm still gonna mute them. Shout out to anybody that went to HP, man. Shout out to High Park High School, uh, Blue Stars. You had to be there. It was nothing like it. Period. If you wasn't there, you wasn't a part of it, you didn't see it, we can tell you all these stories on this podcast, but it was legendary. There was things going on there that, that will never happen again. It was beautiful. Shout out to all my former players. Um, Marquise Cohen, John Allen, Javon Towns, uh, Leton Lomulus, uh, Raymond Neal, Ricardo Scott, uh, Big South. Uh, I can go on and on. Um, Melvin Ortiz, uh, David Tank, David Tank to, Foster. We all need to try to lock in and get a gym. Well, all them names. Sweet, that, sweet, sweet smell. All them. Haitian Rich, president. Richie Rich don't switch. Richie Rich don't switch. My brother Bogard. Bo, oh, my man Sebo. Shout out to my man Bogard. Bogard is taking Haitian steroids right now. Shout out to Bogard. Bogard is humongous. I don't know what Haitian steroids are. Um, um, the list is so much, man. Uh, a, a, a bossy, a boo. Um, bro, it's just too many to name, man. And, and you, got, you, got, you got you got you got the Prano on there too. He doing his thing. Oh too. yeah, I mean, but Pran 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 is like super family, man. Yeah. Shout out to Corey Prano Murphy, um, and everything he's doing. Built by money. Um, one of the best ball handlers from that time and era, my guy. Um, it's just off. It's off a family affair, man. Winston nah, it really, Francis, it really, it really is family life. Winston Francis. Um, you know what? Let me talk about that too, man. So when I we skipped like a, a part where the transition from me leaving coaching. Oh yeah. I didn't really leave everything, but when I started that 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 go get it travel team, like semi-pro team or whatever i got two chips man down at the mass college of art um pro league with my man and, and with, with my guys that i went through wars with shout out to keith winston john allen jason colburn russell paulden um um my man ty from brockton we got back-to-back -back chips down there man so a lot of people know me for refereeing or business mm -hmm. I'm I'm still st stupid nice with the X and the O's, man. Two mm -hmm. chips down there, man. And Do you think you'll ever get back to coaching? Uh, you think if, if the right if the right opportunity came knocking, and then we're just like, 
this opportunity was right here. Would you consider coming back to coach? Uh, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Great. I mean, that's uh, a great, it's a great question. And I, don't, I don't even have an answer, but, but I still coach. I just coach in a different way. I'm coaching referees now. No, nah, I, I, I get, I get that. I, I, I get the referee thing. And I still coach by giving people opportunities. Like I got a zoom. I'm trying to do this weekend with two guys. I'm, help, I'm trying to help go pro. And we're going to be doing some coaching about professionalism on and off the court. And you, I so, mean, you, you taught us that when yes. we were in high school. Make sure you sure. get a phone man sure. looking, looking to a man's eyes. Make sure, sure you go to an interview with a college t shirt. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shirt tie, game day. All that. Um, you know what else I was talking about that was dope? And anybody chiming in, we let Miami chime in on this now. Is and I and I forgot how crazy it was, and people stopped calling me and texting me when I did a Facebook live about it. Is the league that we ran after school at Hyde Park? You know, it started off three on three, then we went. No, we went five on five. Then, then we made it five on five. Each team had a coach, a owner, a general manager. Um, it was it was. Bro, that's no, nah, I haven't seen anything like that. Now, nah, no, bull. Next, day, next day, we had the, stats, um, all that. stats on the wall. Shout out to my man. If I don't know if he's watching, shout out to my man, Chillville. Man, shout out to my man, Chillville. Man, my man, Chip, Chill, Chillville, legendary. Man, so yeah. and what's crazy um, was you had the dudes that was like that wasn't going to class. And yes. could have played on the basketball team. Actually, going to class to participate exactly. in the atmosphere. So, exactly. So that was part of the rules. If you didn't come to school, or if you came late, you couldn't participate. Um, and and nothing, and, and none of the activities. And and that was a dope part about it. Like I remember, dudes was just like, dudes was usually that used to skip class all season. And now when this came around, it's like, yo, bro, I gotta get to class. I gotta get to class. You had dude, nobody was in the hallways, nobody was in gym, everybody was in class. And the yeah. fact that you gave everybody a role, it made some it made everybody feel like, all right, I gotta run this team. This is how I yeah. gotta do it. If he ain't going to class, and I don't know, he can't play. That was that was like dope. Well, that let me tell really, you really let dope. me tell you the politics of that that were dope that y'all never knew about. Um we had to now when i came up with the idea mr lane okayed it mm -hmm. but the principal miss cabrell didn't she said the only way you can do it is you have to have every student involved so she thought that that was going to be a detour for me to mm -hmm. say oh it can't happen but that was easy because like i said I had the post of the community and I still have the post of the community because we come from the dirt. So I said, okay, then we'll make teams. Each team has an owner, general manager, head coach, cheerleaders. It was crazy. And then that way everyone can be a part of it. Mm -hmm. No one is, is, is excluded. Mm -hmm. And that's what made it dope. And I was really thinking about it like, yo, man, that's just, that was just before it's time. Facts. And you know, that's, 
that's that was before it's time like that's i i don't know if anyone is doing that or can do it in high school now and, and like you said that was before it's time and i'm glad you bring that story up too because i similarly had like a experience like that over when i used to work at a certain um nonprofit organization when they was telling me that i couldn't run a certain men's league over there telling me that it wasn't it was a no go or i had a certain person telling me that it wasn't going i couldn't do it yeah which well. <laughs> and which they, and which they was talking about ref fees or whatever and me me being me and like you said being from the dirt and being real resourceful i started asking questions yeah and i just took everybody's team fee and turned that into the ref fee yeah and i had three referees on a division one basketball court yep. shot clock everybody yep. had jerseys and stats like something like that i see it but as uh i don't think that that was just like the beginning and i certain people just stopped something great that was going to happen for the community because there, there wasn't nothing like that going on in the community when i started that no it wasn't and you know, and, and on top of that, how we brought the flag football over there, we had over, we had over two hundred kids throughout the city playing flag football from the ages of what third grade to almost high school. And you know, once certain people see what you can do in the community and and find a threat of it, you know, they try to duplicate it, and you know, it, it can't happen. So this is what like we need me you more people like us like the mitches the johnny's the wilson's you the, the miami's and the jamal like we there needs to shout be out, shout, out, shout, out to there. Man, shout out to my man hurt yeah shout johnny williams and um yeah. shout out to my man superman who just came on the chat and chimed in and you, you let me just say this let me go back this is not about me shout out to my man hightower Hightower's putting in the work, folks. So let's salute Hightower for putting in the work. Um, uh, putting it in the work, but putting in the work the correct way. Not looking for anything back, not looking for accolades, money. Or nah, I don't need none Doing of that. it for the dirt. Because when we put that the program together, shout out to everyone down there with the program. There's one thing that you got to understand. Sometimes the more you're trying to help your community of people, the more that you will be um, attacked, mm -hmm. and 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 that we just got to say say it like it is. It's sad that that is how it is, but it's fact. Yeah. The more you try to help your community, the more you'll be attacked. So, welcome to the club, fam. But shout out mm. to you and everything that you've done. Um, without High Towers, I wouldn't have got that new contract down there, that place that we won't mention. Um, and um. Hightower brought me in there, so that wasn't me. But the reason why I got in there is the universe. When you give back, right? When you give back the correct way, um, it always comes back. So mm -hmm. me giving back to you, you got into the same field. You started to build your own foundation. Oh, that's what it is? Let me bring him in, and it's the same thing. So when I got something, you got something. When you mm -hmm. got something, and, and, it, and it comes back. Shout out to my man, Marley Maul, Jamal Warnham. I see you watching. Shout out to everything my man, Jamal Warnham, is doing. 
not just for his neighborhood in his part of the community, but for Boston, city of Boston. Yeah, and street workers, man. Shout out to all the street workers too, all doing the thing workers, in the city that that I have encountered and and did that thing for all the youth in the city. Um, so going back to this, uh, like officiating thing and this ABA um, pro thing that you bring into the city. I, I know you're trying to do something on the 21st. You just said what was what's, what's oh, that? Okay, oh, we not talk about that or uh, we, we definitely I'm glad you brought it up because I was about to even forget about it. So um, for the last six years, I had a great I have a great relationship with some of the we, we, first of all, let's not call them semi pro. They're professional leagues. Okay. And they're, they're, but they're professional minor league teams. Just like in baseball, you have a minor leagues. Basketball okay. have minor leagues too. So the most popular minor league, as we know, is the G League. But after the G League, it's the basketball league. Mm -hmm. The basketball league has 40 professional teams across the country. Yeah. I've been fishing the league for the last five years, but I've been bringing them to Boston for the last six years to give people athletes in the greater Boston area in the Eastern Mass or whatever in New England an opportunity mm -hmm. to play professional. Okay. We have a new team well they have a new team in Massachusetts. The new team in Massachusetts is um, the um, South Shore Monarchs. Okay. Um, we're, we're working very close to the South Shore Monarchs right now to continue to give opportunities to um, players Mm -hmm. Now, the South Shore Monarchs are the first team, new team in New England. November okay. 5th, I'm putting together a um, a press conference for the South Shore Monarchs, the Basketball League, Boston Public Schools, Boston School Police, Go Getter Enterprises, all these different organizations coming together to get opportunities to young black men and women in the city of Boston. Okay. And this is my seventh year doing this. Okay. This is not nothing new or nothing. November 5th um, is the press conference at 1 o'clock. Uh, I will give out more information about that. And November 21st and 22nd is the combine tryout for each organization, the Basketball League and the South Shore Monarchs. Okay. So okay. this is to give back, man. This is what we do, man. So this so if you got – so basically there, there's no – is there like a – you got to be definitely got to be out of high school. Can't play college, right? What, what, what's what, what, what's the deal? Uh, got to be out of high school. Okay. 18 years old. Okay. Um, you can't be playing college basketball. So this, this this opportunity is for someone that maybe college didn't um, wasn't for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, or they graduated from college or they stuck in between something. Because the D Basketball League is giving people opportunities to go other places. There's people that play in the league that play for the league for a season or half a season and got an offer to go to college. Okay. Or go overseas or go to a better league. It, okay. It's just an a, a opportunity, period. Okay. Um, and I've been officiating the league for a while now. Uh, it's a great league. Many XG League, D1 pro players play in the league. And if you can do the TBL, you can work anywhere. Okay, okay. Shout out to the D Basketball League. Shout out to the ABA, American Basketball Association, and my new connection and contact. I'm the New England uh, uh, referee assigner 
for the East Coast Basketball League. So there's opportunities, and um, we're here to give them to people. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. So I got a, a, just a couple questions that uh, people have been wanting to ask that I have to ask you. So people ask, if you who's, could – Who's asking? This is random. No, 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 no. This is ran, ran, random questions that, that, that was inboxing me. Players, random people. They said, if you could assemble a starting five from High Park, who would you pick? Who would be your starting five? Meaning who I coach or like who I played with? I don't know. Let's do both. Let's say who you played with and who you coach. Who you play with first? Who's your starting five with who you played with? Best player I ever played with at High Park High is the legendary Maurice Copeland. Okay. Un, un, um, unguardable. Period. Okay. From the from the early late 80s, early 90s, one of the most unguardable players in the city of Boston. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. And I who put else? Reese at that time against anybody. Maurice Copley for sure. Uh, be like my uh, my small forward, uh, two guard, um, point. Let's say point guard probably um, Alfred Sutherland, two guard myself, three Maurice Coakley, um, power forward. There's just so many Rick Dilworth. Um, And um, let me scratch my name off the list. I don't know why I'm just being so stupid by saying my name. Because the two guard probably talk about all the time. Um, like Al McLean, the legend okay. Ski. Okay. FYI, Al Ski did, did play for High Park High. Yeah, he did. Man, uh, matter of fact, I, I don't know. How about that? I just don't know, man. Um, no, I'll, 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 take, I'll, I'll take that four. I mean, Maurice Copley, Al Ski, Alfred Sutherland. I mean, uh, Greg Duart, they're just too many, man. Like the history of High Park High and the basketball is just phenomenal. It is, it is, it is. Um, for co- plays I coached, yeah, starting five, yeah. And I, I'm telling you, be real. And and if you're watching and you're gonna listen to this later, don't get your feelings hurt because you played. And and this this is his five. Who you rocking with? Five players you coach, yes, yes, you're, you're starting five. Oh, man, I, I should have known this is gonna be my tough one. Um, it's just so many, man. No, nah, I don't want to hear that. No, I'm just saying, like, you it know, it is. Who you, who you, Chris Bogart, Bernardo Hayes, yeah, now you just name who you, who you, who you got at the one, Bill, Ricardo Scott, nah, I got you. Who you got at the one. Who you got at the one? Pick one person. Who's your who's your who's your PG? Marquise Cohen. All right, boom. Who's your two guard? Let's go. Who's your two guard? Ricardo Scott. Bang. Who's your three? Javon Towns. Who's your four? Raymond Neal. And your big man. Who's your 
<laughs> Pressure zone, you in the hot seat. Who's your big? Five star general, man. My man, Big Pierre, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's your god, man. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's your right. god, man. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. All right. So I got a, um, another question. It says, who were who were your role models or who were your favorite mobile models or who did you look up to while growing up? The list is crazy, man. Chris Sumner. Definitely. Um, let me tell you a story about Chris that was crazy. I met Chris. Um my freshman, sophomore year in high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at these comments. That's why I named it like that, Lake. Don't even worry about them. Like that big Lake. Don't worry about them. They'll be all right. So you met Chris Sumner when? Um, my freshman year, I think, high school. Okay. Sophomore. You know, I was, you know, I'm feeling myself and I got into this men's league. I snuck into this men's league and they was feeling me. So they was like, you know, you're a good kid. You can play. And our team was undefeated. So the next week it was at English high school. Mm -hmm. It was like a Tuesday. And, um, you know, I came in there early, stretched, you know, shooting, you know, working on my little fake duck moves. At that time, my little fake dunk moves the Mark Jackson joint. We do like that, and, <laughs> you know? and um, they was like, "Oh, you, you, they was like, young fella, glad you got here early. We're paying the best team in the in the league." And I'm like, "I thought we the best team." No, 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 no. They wanted to like last two years, and um, I said, "Oh, okay." And um, I said, "Okay, uh, so what's the problem? Like, we gonna beat them?" He's like, "Well, you." You gotta um, guard the <laughs> the best player. So I was like, um, "Who's the best player?" It was like this guy named Chris Sumner, real nice guy. He's a pastor and a reverend or something like that. And all that. I'm like, "Okay." So they come in and they laughing and joking. They in their lay line, and it was like, so I was like, "Which one is Chris?" I asked one to do. He's like, "That one right there." And I looked. I was like, "Yo, he's bigger. Than, he's biggest. He's big as hell." Yeah, he, yeah. Humongous. I'm like, he ain't no ball player. So I'm like, this must be a joke or something. So, you know, I bring the ball. To, the game starts. I, they, you know, I'm bringing the ball down. I pass it to the wing. I do a little V cut. I get a little bucket, tap the glass. And he comes down and he kind of does the same thing. Like he brings the ball down, he goes and he, he cuts and and I, 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 you know, saying I, I, I do a little face guard. Yeah. And then, next thing I know, I don't see nothing else, and, and he's going back that way. And I'm like, what happened? It's a layup. So there's like your young fella, you gotta do a little better. I'm like, what was the, the weak side help? Long story short, he had like, probably like 35, 40. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, we lost, and he started hitting me with like. Good job, young fella. Mm -hmm. Keep working. And quotes. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, no, nah, he's really like is, that. Is, is, is he? 
is he like like preaching to me or mentoring or did he just bust my ass so what really made me upset is he he wasn't talking any shit nope so i'm like dang you ain't gonna talk shit and some people don't know how great chris sumner was as a ball player nah like, he heard he's he a legend strong but handle the rock shoot it the midi nah nah he still got game nah <laughs> so i'm like yo so um that was crazy one of my mentors and i gotta shout him out he's not on social media my man larry thomas lawrence elbow from um um he street used to work as the um athletic director at the agassi okay so you know i'm a roxbury kid from mission hill but i moved from mission hill to jp and started going down some people no matter what time of my life people tell you where i'm from mm -hmm. some people think i'm from high park some people tell you i'm from mattapan some people tell you i'm from the point some people for tell you i'm from jp i'm an mm -hmm. agassi kid it's mm -hmm. about when you met me in my life yeah. so at that time when we moved from roxbury to jp mm -hmm. i would walk down from um i used to live across the street from forest hills i used to walk down to um Mission Hill, I mean, down to the Agassiz. I used to, ooh, walking to Mission Hill from Forest Hills. No, no, no. I used to walk down to the Agassiz from Forest Hills. Mm -hmm. uh, my man Larry was the athletic coordinator down there. And this is when I met all the dudes I grew up playing ball with. Aaron Carter, Uchenna, um, the dogs that I ran with. And those how that's how I really honed my skills <clears throat> of being the ball player is at the Agassiz Community Center. Mm -hmm. with my man Lawrence um, anybody from that time and era knows about my man um, Lawrence and my man Dallas and um, I just was lucky man I had a lot of great mentors um, no, John Jackson, shout out to John Jackson and the Tobin my man Lawrence um, um, Polly my man Esco Chris Sumner, the list goes on. Shout out to Pat. Yo, I, I can't believe I even said this. Shout out to Pastor Mac. Okay. Now it's crazy how I like you mentioned Chris Sumner. It was just like when I had that thing going on over there. How like the first time I met him, he was just a cool dude. I'm like, oh, he's a cool dude. Like he's a pastor, whatever. I seen him hoop. I'm like, okay, oh hey, got some game. Got some game. You know what I mean, that did my research and seeing that he really could hoop. And even while working with him, he always just like, look at me different and be like, yeah, this this job ain't for you. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And he, he will always tell his story. He'll be like, this, this you need something different. This, this this ain't for you. And he always told me, like, you're not going to be here within a year. Like, And I don't know if he was, like, threatening me. And I had to ask him, like, are you he's like, no. Like, he, he like, I can see your future. You're not going to be here. Like, you got so much to give back and he got so much like, to do like yeah he's just like he's a like like after you i had other mentors but he's like another like another mentor like that played like a like an impact and that whole the whole sumner family even mrs sumner like mm -hmm. they like always see something in me like always push me to like be better like even like i said back then he was just like you're not gonna be here and then to see like a whole year later to look at what he was saying and to look at where i'm at now i'm just like 
Like, dang, like you you seen that in me, and I didn't even see that in me. So it's just like so he that's he's, that's he, what it's he's about. Great, it's about. He, he won a, a great mentor too for me. Yeah, he, the one of the best, man. So that's what it's about. It's really about giving back. If you're a real person that wants to help and you mm -hmm. see that greatness in somebody, and then you don't help that person be great, you really ain't shit. Mm -hmm. So what he's seen in you is what I saw in you way before he did. So it's not rocket science. And what he's seen in me, he's seen it before, like you said, before I knew. And I want to give a shout out to Pastor Mac, Pentecostal Church of Boston. Pastor Mac was a mentor before I met Chris. Pastor Mac, man, listen, man. Pastor Mac, man, he spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on us and travel team and shout out to my man pitta man me and pitt backcourt hp from 91 to 94 and we got busy man shout out to my man mark pitta man the one, real ones know man um i met pastor matt through my teammate will mac will mac pastor mac was uh will mac's older brother Okay. He did everything for us, man, from giving us money, uh, haircuts, taking us different places, getting us jobs. And to this day, he's one of my uh, top mentors. And I might not talk to him every day, but if I call him, he's there like last year, man. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I learned a lot of things from Chris Sumner, Pastor Matt, Lee Thompson. All these dudes showed me how to be a man, mm -hmm. how to give back. Um, how to be a father, a brother, and it's just dope, man. It's like I wouldn't change none of that. That's love. That's love. I, that's and I went through a lot of that. <clears throat> people that really know a lot of that, I went through hell. Um, <clears throat> I got a, I got a hell of a story. I don't share it much, but the people that are close to me know. You know, mm -hmm. I, my brother was murdered in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, my cousin was murdered in high school. <clears throat> Me being who I am in a big family, so uh, so many family members from different neighborhoods and different gangs. So you have to navigate through that. Being a Bostonian, mm -hmm. you know, you know how it is. I'm not telling you nothing. No, so I, I got one hell of a story, man. And those guys helped me navigate through all of that. You know. And then I got just a couple more questions. Um, will there ever be a High Park Blue Star alumni basketball game? That's easy. We can do that. Oh, that's easy. Okay, y'all heard it. You said it. It's easy. We could do that. That's easy. The question is, who's guarding me? I'm baking. <laughs> I'm cook. I'm cooking. Who's guarding me? Yo, check this out. I want to remember. If anybody remember this? What's up? Um, I don't know if anybody remember this. Shout out to my man E Thumbs and all that. I don't remember we had to practice years ago. Bernardo, E Thumbs, and all that team. When um, I put it to the glass, man. Bernardo, man, the Jesus. You remember you went up for that layup? I hit, I had to hit you with the Mike J. <laughs> I just want to I just want to throw that out there, man. As I was coaching at those times, 
I was the JV coach, but I used to practice with the varsity, and I used to cook y'all. Just throwing that out there, man. Okay. 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 I did play football too. Somebody, Cherry, I did play football at HP too. Any? We got any more questions? The last. Let me say this too. Let me say this. Okay. I'm listening. Let me say this. I did that. That started five that way, so y'all can talk shit. Damn. I already knew it's going to cost mad problems. Oh, man. It would be mad. Oh, he left off Corey, left off the Jesus. I did it purposely because I didn't want to name it anyway. But my uh, man, Big Lake, was hot. Shout out to my man, Big Lake. I had Big Lake on JV. Big Big Lake had like 30 to the game. Then he had 40. And Fizz is like, yo, we got to play varsity. We got to play varsity. I remember that. Yo, and my man Big Lake was like, nah, I don't want to play. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is why, like, Lake, my man Big Lake said, I don't want to play. That's th this is when Coach Fish should have been like, all right, cool. All right, so you go play, but Coach Wilson's going to coach. You know what I mean? That's when he should have reached out to you and should have, you know, or reached out to him and broke it down like, yo, you're going to play varsity. This is what, what's going to happen or X, Y, and Z. So, something oh, among that. Carl Sherry said a 20-year drought of us not getting to the bowl. Who who's Carl Sherry, man? Oh, he he graduated after me, but uh High Park definitely got a bowl the year after I graduated in 05. Uh, they we got went a ring. to the Super Bowl. We lost on that kickoff return. Man, I almost cried like a baby. Yo, look at my man, look at Waterton talking about yo, laughing my ass while stop it, coach. Yo, my big my man Big Lake had 30, 25, 30, 40. Fizz was like, oh, that's it. You gotta play Boston. Like, it's because all, all we did, all we did was run. I, like, if I ran practice how you used to run practice, I would uh, get in trouble. There's no way. My there's fault, no Carl. way. I yo, I know who Carl is now. My yeah, fault. you know who he is. And my see, my fault, brother. There's no way I can run a practice nowadays how you used to run a practice. If I if if my if my athletes what if my athletes was to go home and say, Coach ain't let us touch one basketball. This has been two weeks. I'm getting emails. What are you doing? How come these these athletes ain't touching the ball? What are you running over there? Like the coaching like game is like totally different. Like you have you have parents emailing. Like you don't have to deal with like parents emailing you or my mom's trying to figure out why i'm not getting a whole bunch of playing time no like, no no. you know what's crazy i did go through that but that's why i seen it coming and i stopped coaching because okay. I, I i give you an example um y'all never knew this so check this out y'all never do this so one year Y'all knew I used to give away sneakers, clothes, and all that. And one of the players is like, yo, coach, you know, I don't got nothing to eat at the house. I don't got no clothes. Blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, that's, that's nothing. So, you know, he's about my size. So I brought him to the crib, gave him some clothes. And um, we fed him, cut his hair. And then I then we uh, had the I still had the New Balance plug, got him some New Balance and kicks, mm -hmm. got 
called the food pantry up. We got him some food. Then his mother came and said, um, we don't need anything from you. Don't do that again. You didn't call me. She made a big thing about it. She called a school. Then the next week, she got some other people on and they went to um, Dr. Cabrera said I was a racist, saying that there were too many Haitian kids on the team. And that well, first and foremost, for anybody that didn't go to High Park High or is not familiar with High Park High during these times, the Haitian, the uh, Haitian population in that school was about 60%. Even though we're all black, the pot that we had teachers that spoke Creole, we had students that spoke Creole, like that was there was there was everybody else was like, all right, like you we went to school with them. There was that 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 more than 50% of the school was Haitian. So with her coming up with saying something like that, it was just straight but up. But see, these are so many things in the background that were happening when the team was all black, right? And some of the parents or other people are just so terrible that I knew it was my time to go. See what I'm saying? That's good. So, they didn't say nothing about the soccer team. The whole soccer team was Haitian. And they was winning, they was blowing people out like 30 to zero. Yeah, but you know, when sometimes when you do things and people ask for help and you really help them, it's it's bad. It's not good, you know. Yeah. You know, it's not good that at is, all. That, not, is, that, is, that, that is that is very, very, very true. That is very, very true. Um, oh, this is a good one. Because I'm still learning how to deal with this one. It says, how did you learn to embrace race, risk and failure? How did I what? Learn how to embrace risk and failure. Ah, uh, who asked that question? I'm not telling you. Um, that was crazy. Well, risk and failure, the way I look at it is, um, when you have a goal and a mission, you have to, man, yo, I'm getting text messages from, from my guys now. Yo, I'll get... <laughs> <laughs> my man Pascal, hold on. My man LD and Pascal, when I get off this live, I'm going to roast both of y'all. I see the text messages coming in. Risk and failure is a, a part of the process of you being great. You should always strive for perfection. And when you strive for perfection, that will always make you great. Mm -hmm. Failure is only... Um, when you fail at something, but you make an honest attempt, it's only giving you the blueprint how to make sure you get that. See what I'm saying? So if mm -hmm. you make a strong attempt at something and you okay. fail at it, so if you're really paying attention and you read what you failed at, you know that don't do that again. I, I messed up, I failed here. So mm -hmm. now it gives you the blueprint to continue to go on to the next step. Okay? Okay. And risk, I don't ever worry about the risk because I've been attacked um, and destroyed and hated on so much. I don't never see it as a risk. I don't because what more can you do to me? So as long as the risk is all about um, 
long as the risk is all about the end game. You know what I'm saying? I'm always looking at the end game. The end game for me is my people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about my people first before me. What can I do to help my people strive forward? What can I do to help my Boston strive forward? What can I do to help the the, the basketball community go forward? What can I do to say, um, like, what what is my legacy? Mm-hmm. What am I leaving back? This is a good one that I always try to think about every day I wake up. Judge a man by his collection of deeds in his life, not the materialistic things he has. The That's collection of deeds in his lifetime. The collection of deeds and things I've done for the last 20 plus years mm-hmm. in this city is my legacy. And I and I and I'm strong on my legacy. Matter of fact, my man right now that just commented, texted me, and he said, Hey yo, chill, Wilson, it's all love. I met this this young brother two years ago at the building I work in now. Mm-hmm. And he's my new nephew like you and i've been doing the same thing for 20 years really trying to help our people Mm -hmm. so when you do it like that there's no risk Mm -hmm. now the risk that i knew that was going to happen was you're going to get doubters and haters and people trying to stop you for doing things and say it won't work i give you an example how it works so if i say i'm doing a basketball league there's a lot of people that were administration in the High Park High when I was there didn't like me because I had the post of the school with y'all. Mm-hmm. So that's why they say is, well, if I say he has to get everybody involved, then the league won't happen. Mm-hmm. So I got everybody involved. That was easy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. So, right, if I want to see what a, a team's doing, I can always go to Tech Boston and sit on the bench. I can always call up Malk, Mitch, Corey McCarthy to go help them and sit at New Mint. This is what I do. This is what we do. That's what you do. That's what Johnny does. That's what Mitch does. Jamal Warnham. And the list goes on and on and on. Um, And if you ain't giving back, you ain't trying to help the next person, you're fraud. Period. That, that's my thing now. Like, I, I might not have and much. I, I, I was big yo, on always giving back. I'm going to say this right here. I'm tired of fake photo ops. Mm. I'm tired of fake photo ops. Mm. I'm tired of people um, doing social media handouts and giving back. If you're really about giving back and helping, do it the right way. But the, I I'm sorry that. for going on. Nah, I hear that. I I I'm big on 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 giving back. Like my this is, I'm trying. This is my give back right here. And this is I'm not doing this for no photo op. I'm not doing this to catch no sponsors. I'm not doing this. I'm just doing this for the love that I have for my city and I and the love I have for basketball. And our, our city is so rich in 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 basketball, and it's just like being stomped on and hated on. I feel like. It, it got to be put on. Like we have so much to give. We have so many legends and so many mentors that come out of not even Boston, Massachusetts period that like our story needs to be told. And I feel like 
who else to speak for that story but me like i feel like i'm i'm the gap i i can bridge the older heads to the younger kids like 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 j cole said i'm the big bro and little bro at once that I yes, feel like I, I, i'm taking that and i'm running with it that i really feel i really feel like that i'm yeah, the big you, bro and little bro at the same time you you are you are you are Appreciate the big it. bro and little bro once and i and at one time i was the same thing now i transition to the young og yeah you know what I'm saying? So it's all about all of us doing our part, giving back, and watching the next one um, pave the way. Let, let me say something else, too. I'm seeing some of these comments, and this is dope, right? Why this is so dope is, let me tell everybody listening, it's organic. We, we did all this... Um, organically i gotta tell a story i ain't gonna mention his name because he might get upset this is why boston is losing right so i had a gentleman I, whatever he don't care i'm gonna say his name so my man mike mcgee wanted to help he wanted to give back to the community and he he couldn't get in any door Everybody was telling him no, but because his past. He got a story to tell. He got a motherfucking story to tell. Mm-hmm. So me doing my men's group every Friday, one o'clock. Anybody want to come through? Um, support Black Men United, Community Academy of Science and Help. Please. So I try to bring the realest of the real every week to my men's group. People like yourself. The ones that are really doing the work. So I was like, yo, we's in the barbershop one day. Shout out to the private office barbershop. Dr. Boogs the barber. Best barber in the world still. I had to do that for my guy. So we I just know. talking. And he's like, I was like, yo, Mike, that's light. Come up to the to the come up to the school. Um, speak to the young lions and tell your story, man. He was like, I don't have to do this or fill out no. Nah, just show up. Yo, let me tell you something. The story Mike McGee told, it, it, we was in there, including myself, we was in there, man, like we was watching a movie, man, at Legacy Place. I bet. he That, that man got a, a story to tell, for real. So that's what it's about. Shout out to my man, Mike McGee. Shout, Shout out, out to, to him. Um, high his, caliber. Um, high caliber, his new movement. And it's dope, man. And let me just say this. My relationship with Mike McGee came from me being who, who I am. Um, being, you know, working in English, coaching, always showing love when I seen him. And it's always been the same love back and salute OG. I'm like, yo, Mike, whatever I can do for you. So even though I wasn't an English high grad, even though I went to war with English, there was always love. And it's just always going to be love with me, period. Um, oh, wait a minute. I got pause real quick. Got to pause. You 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 was there, speaking what? about English. You coached, yeah, on that ninety nine point blowout. Who did English was, have on that team? I was I was the assistant coach. You know what's crazy about that? And I hate that you brought it up, but are you real? I got I to. See my man D Cox is watching, but that shit was crazy, man. <laughs> 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 Yo, you know what's so crazy? 
What happened? I got a call from the from um the news and papers and all that. So I don't want to talk about that, man. That it was that bad. Say, I ain't gonna say who was on the team, but it was none. Of, it was it wasn't none of y'all. We know we know who was on that team. I don't. I, hey, listen. We know who was on that team. So let's talk about something else, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that bad, huh? That's well, crazy. Let, let me just say this. That's Superman, crazy. And I'm looking at the chat right now. Superman mm -hmm. made a great point. Let me tell you something about that. That meant Superman is right. And when I say this, it's gonna cause people to get upset. And I don't give a shit. We never cheated at High Park. Mm -hmm. We didn't change grades. We didn't recruit. I'm the one that did the grades for the JV and the varsity program. And if you didn't have it, you didn't have it. Now the fact. And we did it that way. Chris Lane, uh, he wasn't going for it. After I checked it and, and double checked it and I submitted the grades to him, he would too. So that's why I'm trying to say is that the best team that I've ever coached, when I said that starting five, I was just joking. Let me tell you the best team I ever coached in high school mm -hmm. was that 1999, I think, 98, that Marquise Cohen, Javon Towns, Raymond Neal, Ricardo Scott, Big South, sticks from the um, field off the – that was the best basketball team I've ever coached. Mm. No, we you had some a names pirate it. ship. We you had a definitely some names. We had a cruise liner. Um, that the coach them. It, it was remarkable, man. Okay. I used to do some dope with them, right? Shout out to Keith, which is. Also, you know, family, my cousin. Keith, at that time, had a serious um, belly uh, belly jean and bumpy jumps. And, you know, yeah. It's like you, jump Crazy. out the gym. So so, I so, to, right, I'm glad that you said that. A lot of people really don't think I can jump out the gym. I used to tell people, jump with me if you no, want to. definitely. You definitely, especially when you got to college, you, it seemed like you jumped a little higher. So I used to tell them dudes, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take they take their um we're gonna take their heart. We're going to go do this this layup line um dunk situation. And everybody's gonna dunk in the layup line. And Keeks, you're gonna start it off. And they be doop, just throwing in. Everybody throwing in. John Allen? Mm. John Allen? John he was Allen. Bouncy? And... He was bouncy. What? Winston Francis? I know Winston. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Winston tried to tear the hoop down now. Scott? What? Let me tell you, the best dunk I've seen in BPS history was at Dorchester High, Javon Towns, on a starting five. I mean, he, I ran on the court, almost got a tech. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody do that in high school. That team was different, man. How did y'all do that season, though? Uh, we lost in the third round. Mm, okay. Um, Dude County School. Um, oh, man, I can't remember. Lincoln, Sudbury, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude County, baby. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man Cisco, my man, shout out to my man Thumbs, a real one. And let me just say this, man. It's easy to coach now. You can pick who you want and get the best players in the best neighborhoods. When I coach, Johnny coach, whatever, we had every gang neighborhood in one gym or on team and never had no issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mur as they say, murder drawn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and my man Cisco, Cisco, what up, fam? Thank you for that comment. Uh, my man, shout out. I see thumbs all the time, man. I see thumbs all the time. I seen thumbs over the summer like 20 times. He thumbs did, did. Uh, he went to he thumbs was a hump. Oh, yeah, he did go to high park. He did Come go to on, high park. Fam. He did go to high park. Come on, fam. You need to get this alumni game rocking. Because I, I, I remember I remember I, I used to I seen thumbs, man, stealing money, man, like he was um Swiss driving the people around, man. You know oh yeah. Saying? Shout out to my man Swiss, real Haitian man. Um Driving bus drivers, <laughs> nah, but th thumbs no, th yeah. Th my man, Swiss, and shout out to my man, Swiss, the hardest hitting cornerback. Hundred and he might be 160. I've nice. never seen anybody hit as hard as him 160 pounds hit harder than Leton Swiss beats, Swiss feats, Lomulus. Now, that's a fact. No ain't like, ain't he like a four-time MVP for the um semi-pro football like cornerback? Yeah. Safe like he he real different. I be yo, I be yo, yo, like, I'm a, like like I'm a yo, challenge time out, time I, I don't want no smoke. Time out, time out, time out. This yo your man Miami said any beware the go. Oh Swiss yeah he he real Haitian with it. He's a whole bus driver. You know how they get down. You know how they get down. You know how they get down. <laughs> Yo, I got tears in my yo Miami. You ain't Miami. Let me tell you something right now, man. You are terrible, man. You are terrible. We should definitely make sure on this this podcast, um, you was muted, man. <laughs> you was muted, man. Yo, just some of the great players I've coached during the years and the talents and all that, and just different, man. Just different, man. Man, I just I just want to say on on behalf Different. of all of us, on behalf of all of us, I just want to say just thank you for like everything you did for us, everything you provided, all the the insight that we work now. You really fine-tuned a bunch of us, a bunch of us into like some of the fine young men and women we are becoming today. Like that's I'm not even fronting. Yeah. Like that's it's not a front. That's, that, right? that's for real and sincere. Well, thank you, man. I'm like even, even you. like even it was crazy. It's like once you left me, what, what was real, real ill? What I thought about it was like once you left High Park, I left, you left. Then you have my siblings, you have my little brothers and sisters after Irvin holding them down. So it was just like they got to see what you instilled in me, and they were just like, "Oh, that's your, oh yeah, I got your coach." Oh, boom! So you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you played a role in their lives as well, too. What, so, what's like, crazy is, man, you got to give the give back is for everybody, man. Um, you know, even with the young ladies and the young ladies that we've helped or got on basketball teams or helped get jobs. Yo, I mean, facts, coach. Yo, let me shout out to my man Hightower having for all the ill, the ill, uh, 
you know, materials flashing up, right? Yo, Hot Topic think he's nice, man. Hot Topic think he's nice, man. I'm just getting started, so, man. So check this out. This is crazy, man, right? And this shows how old y'all getting. Before the fake 19 COVID hit, um, Miami's daughter is at the building I work now. And I'm talking mm-hmm. to her every day, laughing, joking, and giving her little sneaky jokes to go back to the house with from Miami. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. This is his daughter in high school. That's crazy. Miami's Damn, you daughter. Old as, you old as shit. Yo, for, hold on, fam. That's Damn. Hold on, hold on, fam. Hold on, hold on. Damn, dog. Y'all old. Nah, you just you just put yourself out there. What, oh, I, I need one of those. Yeah, uh, the t-shirt is coming in, in a week, so we can do it. Oh, you know, man. I got you. Y'all know when y'all see that man? That man running around, man. You know what it is, man. So, yo, Miami made a great point, man. Um, what else he say? That was dope pop-up. Yeah, my man. Shout out to my man, Rock. My man, Rizzo. One of my PGs right there, man. Yo. Yo, is this, some of y'all comments are getting a little out of control, man. Nah, but we about we about to wrap we about to wrap we about up to in a minute. Down? Yeah, right, we about so to wrap up in a minute. Listen, any any like thank, positive thank, words listen, you want to say? Thank you, thank you for having me on, man. Um, I appreciate it, man. I'm honored and humbled. Um, I'm also honored and humbled by the comments and the uh, and everything. Um, this is dope, man. I love all of y'all, man. I love all my um, HP, HS, Blue Stars, and I appreciate all of y'all letting me be a part of your lives um, because y'all made me a better person. I didn't. Y'all did more for me than I ever did for y'all. That's facts. Okay, and before before we end, you know, I got to do my little my little thirty second get bucket game real quick. So I'm gonna list off a whole bunch of things, right? And you just gotta yeah. name one. Let's yeah. see how many you can get to in 30 seconds. So far, Greg got the title with eight. So let's see how many you can get in 30 seconds. I'm about to put 30 seconds on the clock. I'm about to start now. Beard or no beard? No beard when throwing up the ball. No beard. All right, Will Smith or Martin? Martin. Run DMC or EPMD? Shit. EPMD. Ghostface or Jada? Ghostface. Badu or Lauren Hill? Badu, because Badu got that kick mix. <laughs> Gatorade or Powerade? Oh. Gatorade. All right. You got through five of them things. G. G Smooth is still in the league with eight. I don't know what I'm gonna do after I do a couple of these. Probably got to get. Why? Why? How? how did, these are like personal opinion. How do you? How do you win? Because he, he answered the most in in the thirty seconds. Oh, I thought you was like okay then. Nah, you was you was you was too smooth with it. You was you know yeah, I mean, not you rubbing your beard and whatnot. Yeah, you asking. You know, some people can't grow these. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. I know you grow yours and cut it back. I can't grow nothing. You know what I'm saying? For those I'm, that, cutting, I'm cutting mine um, next week, man. So For those of that, that's anyone that's looking, this is 34 years. I don't shave. This, this is all I get. This, <laughs> this is a little something, man. This is it. But uh, any last words you want to say before I wrap up? 
Um, I'm wishing everybody peace, prosperity, and um, peace, prosperity, man, and just money for everybody, man, and and, and it's just love to everybody. Shout out to Boston, the entire Boston, Roxbury, Mattapan, Dorchester, High Park, Rosendale, the whole hood, JP, everybody, man. Number love to everybody, man. And, thank you. Um, thank you. Th this podcast right here is dope. I want everybody to continue to um, subscribe, follow Get Buckets podcast, and, and, and you know, bro, I love you to death, man. And thank you, man. I love you too, big dog. All right, family. All right. Peace. All right. So that's our show for today. We about to wrap up. Even though we only got three days left, I just wanted to say I got to get my quick plug in. I suggest everybody, everybody go out there and vote. No matter who you vote for, no matter what candidate, no matter who you agree with them, if no matter if you agree with them or not, just get out there and vote. Um, I don't want to keep hearing that excuse that our vote doesn't matter. Or this doesn't count or that doesn't count. What doesn't count is your vote if you don't vote, to be realistic. So everybody, please, let's get out there and vote and let's do our part. Let's please do our part. This election is going to be crazy. That's all I'm going to speak about that on the election. I don't like speaking about politics. But, yes, once again, I had my coach Wilson, my mentor, my big homie. <laughs> he, uh, he, he paved the way for me. Uh, so I just want to thank him once again for coming on the show. And... Any feedback, if anybody has any feedback or wants to talk about anything, you can feel free to inbox me or you can reach me at, at on Instagram, underscore Coach Foster on Instagram. You can hit me up with any questions you have, um, any comments or anything you want to talk about. I'll be checking that out. And if for those of you who are watching, thank you for watching. It. And those for you who are listening, thank you for listening. Like I always say, get buckets and stay black. I'm out.